Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jasmine Truesdale on the line, and she is the CEO over at AZA Entertainment and AZA Comics. Uh, Jasmine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at AZA Comics. I mean, I'm looking at the, the, the material, and I mean, it looks amazing. I'm excited to talk more about it. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? Um. It's kind of a really roundabout way. I didn't start off wanting to do business. I initially started off in the science field, like went to school. I was totally going to be an orthopedic surgeon, Um, went to UNC Chapel Hill, graduated pre-med and everything in exercise sports science. And then I graduated like in the height of the recession. So when I graduated, I was like, a certified personal trainer that was something I always wanted to do and I did it and that was kind of like how I was making money while I was in college and when I graduated until I got a job and while I guess that summer while I was kind of doing everything and trying to figure out my next steps I ended up taking this business course um, at UNC Chapel Hill and it was kind of like this foundations to business and I really enjoyed it and it was just, I was really good at it, and I really just enjoyed it. So I kind of reassessed what I wanted to do and realized that I didn't really want to be a doctor. That was more what my parents wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I really just wanted to be a personal trainer, and I was already a personal trainer. So I achieved my goal. So I was like, okay, well, what can I do? <laughs> what do I do with that? And um, so I kind of expanded more on the business because I thought, well, at the very least, I can study business because that's pretty much the foundation to everything in the world. That's how everything works through a business. So if I learn that, then I can kind of figure out where I want to go from there. So I did another undergrad, uh, did a degree in finance, and then went on to do like an MBA and everything really like enjoyed business. And so I started a company, Jasmine Fitness. So I just took my knowledge of fitness training and just expanded on that. And um, it completely failed, totally tanked, but it was like the best learning experience ever. And um, from there, I just kind of was like at this place in my life where I sort of kind of hit rock bottom. Um, I had a lot of circumstances occur. And one thing that I did because I was like unemployed, I was like living at home with my parents. And you know you have nothing to do when you watch all the soaps on every network <laughs> in one day. So, like, but it was really insane because I mean, growing up, like, I always loved storytelling. Like, I was one of those, like, entertainment buffs. I could tell you anything uh-huh. about any actor at any time. Like, my favorite director was Steven Spielberg. I went to theater. Um, I went to plays. And my mom always said when I watched the movie, it was like I was studying it. And even when I, as a writer, I'm more of like a film writer. People say when I write, it's almost like you can envision it as a, as a film. Mm -hmm. So 
That was just something I enjoyed and while I was watching all these soaps. I was like tweeting these uh <laughs> tweeting like Bowling the Beautiful and all this <laughs> stuff, like, please let me write for your show because these storylines suck. So like but nothing happened. And I was like, Okay, well let me try doing something with that. So even though I was still working with Jasmine Fitness and everything, I was like, Okay, well, let me try and make a game. I was still kind of trying to make that work and I realized the kind of characters that I was making for the game were like these female superheroes. And I'd grown up with comic books. I always liked superheroes. So I just kind of looked at the industry to, to see what was happening. And this was like a few years ago before they were talking about Black Panther and Wonder Woman. Like nobody was doing anything with their female superheroes. They were just sitting there. And I was like, huh, this is fascinating. So I just started like asking questions. I reached out to um, all these different people in these various uh industry, I guess, various phases of the industry from like gaming to manufacturing to television and film development, um, comic books, everybody. I just kind of like emailed executives just to pick their brain. And for whatever reason, they were totally willing to let me do that. (laughs) So like, I would ask them questions. They kind of gave me a breakdown of how the industry worked and everything. And then I started like just kind of putting together this whole concept for what I wanted this kind of like female superhero universe thing to look like. I started talking to women, started talking to young girls, kind of asking them like what they liked about comic books, what they didn't like, what they'd like to see, and just kind of put together this amalgamation of all of the answers that they gave me and created all the comics. So um, the the approach that I took was very different. I actually pitched my idea and my manuscript and everything to, like, all the major uh, publishing companies. They all completely rejected me, um, mostly because they didn't know how to market it. They were like, what? They couldn't understand what I made because oftentimes Mm -hmm. superheroes are marketed to men. So, Mm -hmm. and if you didn't make more of, like, kind of like a female stereotype in terms of, like, a female character, they didn't really understand what I was doing until Wonder Woman hit. And they were like, oh, we get it. It's like a team of Wonder Women. I was like, yes, that's almost verbatim what I said to you, but okay. Like, it was just, it was a fascinating thing. But by then, I had kind of put it together. I said, if I don't, if I don't, if I get rejected by everybody, how in the world am I going to get this done? So um, I'd already did the research in terms of talking to everybody of how they how they manufacture things, how they publish things, how they do all of this stuff. I was like, well, I can just do it myself. So then I created the company, Oz Entertainment, and I just kind of started putting together like my own sort of machine. So I handled the publishing. I handled the manufacturing of merchandise. I handled um, the PR and press and all of that stuff and kind of created like my own little machine in order to make all of that happen. And now it's like we're about starting in like 2016. The first two years were like really, really slow. But then now we're actually starting to like gain traction and kind of get underway. We have like a lot of things planned over the next year. So that's kind of how it all came to be. It was like a a happy accident. (laughs) 
That's awesome. I love the story, and I love that you still went and did it and kept going, and I, and you went through all the different steps to learn. Um, and, you know, there's some people listening that are maybe just getting started, and they're, they have this concept or thing. It doesn't have to be in publishing. It could be in anything. Um, and they're maybe still trying to, at that stage you were when you first started, and they're in that rejection stage, so to speak. What kind of advice would you give to them? Um, for how to handle rejection? For, for getting their getting their project to that next level to actually get to end concept because you not everybody you know some people they stop at that point but you didn't and looking yeah. at what you've been able to accomplish since so what kind of things would you tell them um i would say that anybody who did anything great they struggled at first and that was really what kept me pushing like i read a lot of books of people that i admired like my big the people i admire the most are like Walt Disney and Barry Gordy because who created Motown, because when you're talking about these entrepreneurial creatives, they created their own business, their own entity to, they created a business in order to be able to take their creative mind and kind of go wild with it. They had a vision for something that they wanted to do and they knew by creating their own entity, they can give it life to be able to do that. Whereas maybe under somebody else, it probably would have gotten stifled or something like that. Like Disney is the way that it is now because he had complete control over his, um, the thing that he created. And so I would say that even though times are going to be tough because nothing worth doing is ever going to come easy, um, you have to just stick with it and figure out a way to make it work because there is a way to make it work. You just haven't figured it out yet, but you can if you keep at it. It's hard to fail when you never give up. Mm. I love it. I know, no, you're you're completely right. And I mean, you think about Barry Gordy, I mean, he literally created the Motown sound. I mean, created a whole other industry that people, they couldn't have marketed that. They wouldn't have known what to do with that. It was something right. that never they been done before. He literally no, created I, a yeah, whole other industry, exactly, within music, which in theory could not be done, right? And did it. Right. Uh, so no, I, I completely get it. And now, and that's very similar to what you're doing right now. You're creating a whole other industry within something established like comics um, and, yeah. and and being able to go after an entire another market, inspire and uh, help um, others that would that that relate to the stories or will gain strength from the stories. So um, mm -hmm. and you know, many years they look back and they say, oh, well, of course, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, like you said, yeah. a, a whole team of 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 uh, of wonder of um of Wonder Woman. I love the way you said that. And you're like, duh, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let's switch it up a bit. Um, let's get a little bit more into the company. So you gave an overview. What, what's next for you in the company? Because you mentioned you had some things planned coming up. Because you're at that you're at that mark, like you said. I think the three year or so when everything's been launched to where you start to hit momentum, um, which is really exciting. Congratulations! I know that's not easy. Thank you. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the company. Tell me a little bit more about uh, as a comics. So right now we're in expansion. Um, mm -hmm. We're getting ready to release. Our, or we're getting ready to do our next slate of releases. So right now we have the kids' storyline, we have the main series, and we also have the series that we're launching for our LGBT super fan favorite superhero couple. Um, so we have, like, this, uh, this next slate of releases that we're having. We also have, like, other merchandise that we're expanding into, so we're kind of going more, not necessarily into the traditional stuff, but things that we would like to cook up that, 
very unique. Like my little sister, she's nine years old, and she is probably like the biggest Ozzy Comics fan, and she gives me all of my um, ideas sure. when it comes to reaching kids her age and just sort of mm. watching her react to um, react to the characters and all that stuff. Like my stepmother, she actually created like these little dolls of the characters. And like mm. watching my little sister play with those dolls versus the way she plays with her other toys, it's, it's something else entirely. Because the way girls' toys are made is based off of like superficial things like vanity, you're talking beauty, makeup, that kind of stuff. Where if you look at boys' toys, it's based off of almost like you know, actually achieving a goal, a task, dealing with spatial awareness, things that almost give way to why you would understand why a boy would go into science, like that kind of stuff. And I want to kind of tap into that with how we develop um, our toys for these girls who are, you know, playing with our dolls and things that would also encourage boys who would want to play with anything that we create because it's just it's something that appeals to boys and girls. So even though they're female characters, doesn't mean like a boy can't like them as well. So mm -hmm. that's something that we're like really kind of playing around with in terms of the next phase of development in terms of manufacturing like toys and stuff like that. Um, we're talking to some production companies for television and film development. Um, and just kind of more expansion internationally. Because a lot of the, the pushback that I had is they were like, well, we don't really have a market for comic books and stuff here yet. So they wanted to, like, kind of wait to see. But I'm not a wait and see kind of person. I'm a first mm -hmm. mover. I don't want to follow after somebody else. <laughs> so now we're kind of working on an international um, expansion. So just a lot going on with AZA. Awesome. We also have our um, school program that we're doing that actually teaches kids the foundation of entrepreneurship in the arts. So if they go to daretobelegendary.com, to, dare to um, it's a completely free open resource for anybody, not just students, um, who want to kind of get a foundation of business. So it teaches you marketing, it teaches you finance, teaches you kind of like economics, kind of helps get you a foundation if you're interested in entrepreneurship or if you're interested in the arts, kind of how you can go about setting yourself up for success. Um, in that, and we're working with a few school districts um, who've shown interest. And um, also we have our fundraising program that goes along with that for schools who um, want to be a part of it. So we have a lot going on. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I love it. You're you're making me tired just hearing you say it. I don't know. I know you're not sleeping much. Uh, <laughs> so some pretty long days. <laughs> I know. Uh, so Jasmine, if uh, somebody wants more information on Aza Comics or to reach out, what's the best way for them to do it? They can go to AzaComics.com, A-Z-A Comics.com. Um, and they can see all of our merch and everything is available on the website. You can also go to Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, and they're available. The books are also available digitally on Google Play. So any of those places, you can get any of our stuff. 
Fantastic. Well, hey, Jasmine, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your journey as an entrepreneur and all the awesome stuff you're doing over at Aza Comics and Aza Entertainment. Um, to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Jasmine, thanks again for coming on the show.